You're listening to the Breakdown Duo with Deb and T-Wise. They break it down to build you up. Let's join this mother-son duo as they break down tonight's hot topic. All right, what's up, everybody? This is T-Wise. I'm here with my mom, Deb. Hey, T-Wise. Glad to be here. Thanks, everybody, for listening and joining us. Um, we're in November. Yeah. Unbelievable. Holiday season is finally here. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. You know, I was thinking about it the other day. I was talking to uh, to some friends and say, I don't know what it is about this year, but I'm I'm just really looking forward to all the holidays. Good. And like more so than the normal one. Maybe it's just the thought of um, being around loved ones, especially this year, is, you know, really needed for the soul. Yeah, I agree. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But is, well, I'm, I'm kind of excited about today. Um, <laughs> I don't, I was trying to work through this on the right way to tie this in spiritually um on what i want to talk about and i'm hoping that the way that i come at you with some of the things that you wanted to share will mismatch together and i know for those listening just so you guys know neither one of us really know what we're going to be talking about <laughs> yeah but this is we're, a- we're hoping it all comes together and flows so um you've probably heard this before but i recently heard it again uh, a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I think that would be a good thing to talk about." So, uh, I'll start this way: people are often looking for what makes them happy in life. That's true, right? And there's a tendency to to look all over the place for that happiness, and and we usually look in the wrong places. And um, one of the places that people look for happiness is in money mm-hmm. and people always say like oh you know money can't make you happy and yeah well i don't know about that because i've seen a <laughs> lot of happy people with some money <laughs> right um i mean you're pretty happy when you you fly to hawaii first class because you can afford like maybe yeah so th- there's certain areas that money can definitely make you happy but Here's the question I have for you. So if I gave you $10 million, no strings attached, it's yours if you want it, would you take it? Yes. Okay. If I gave you $10 million today, but the stipulation is that you would die tomorrow, would you still take the $10 million? No. Okay. So that means that you value time more than you value money. It's true. So if I gave you the same $10 million, but you would have an illness for the rest of your life, would you take the $10 million? Uh, That would be tougher. Probably not, but it would be tougher. Okay. Because I know what I'd do with the $10 million, so. Sure, but that means that you value your health more than you value money. Yeah, that's true. Okay. If I give you $10 million today, but you couldn't ever talk to the family or see the family ever again. 
we should take the 10 million? No, no way. (laughs) That means that you value relationships more than you value money. Yeah. Right. So it's all about perspective. Yeah. So I was trying to think, okay, because I've heard that before and you, you hear a lot of financial gurus share that story. Sure. But I was thinking, how, how can I tie this into a spiritual perspective? And I had lunch today with a buddy and kind of ran this by him and he shared something with me and I thought, man, that's it. That's perfect. Mm. So the thing is that we're just talking about it from, you know, the value of your relationships, your health, One your time, right. all, all that you value more than money. <clears throat> um, so if we really know from the perspective of what it is that we value in life and what we really need and what we really want, then why do we have so many days where we wake up and we're not thankful and Mm -hmm. we whine and we complain and, you know, maybe the the weather isn't as nice as it should be, or maybe you didn't sleep well enough or, you know, maybe you had a fight in the morning with your spouse or your kids were annoying you, whatever the case. And all of a sudden, like your your whole day, you're no longer thankful. You're, You're no longer having that perspective of, wait a minute, I, I, I am healthy. I, I have great relationships. I, all these things that we just discussed, right? Yeah. It's so easy to lose that perspective. Yeah. So I, I guess my question is why, why is it that we tend to wake up so often with a, a negative perspective on life um, and not in this constant state of thankfulness, like, wow, I get another day. Yeah. I just breathe another breath. Tyre, that is such a good question. Interesting. I saw a quote this week by Rockefeller. And when he was asked how much money is enough, mm-hmm. you know what his answer was? Just a little bit more. And so for me, I have to be personal for me to be thankful and grateful. I have to learn to be satisfied. I have to learn to be content. I have to learn to be present because usually if I'm dissatisfied and think if I just had a little bit more money, uh, dad and I could do this, this, or this. And then that's where I focus instead of, wow, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we we are doing so many things that are so incredible right. and money aside, it's all about relationships. It's all about people. So I think what, for me, what keeps me from waking up and immediately being thankful is uh, allowing fret to come in about something that could be so little mm-hmm. and you know, I'm getting to that age where I, I understand that 90% of what I worry about doesn't happen. And that's a huge advantage because the minute I start, I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> that, that probably won't happen anyway. So I'm not going to spend any more time worrying about it. Right. So I guess my second thing about first, I need to learn to be content. My second thing is we have become a lazy nation and we don't want to practice anything. We just want to be 
good or have it handed to us and anything worth having you have to practice mm-hmm. i'm working on a i'm just kind of a really mediocre pianist and so i'm working on a little christmas song and it, it, i'm just so clumsy and it's just so annoying i'm sure dad just is going crazy listening but you know what in in three weeks of playing it day after day after day it's starting to sound pretty good mm-hmm. so we have to practice so we don't practice being thankful. Yeah. And I, I was sharing with him at lunch that, um, and I've talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, you know, one of the things I've really been trying to practice is every morning starting my morning off the right way by um, doing my devotions and listening to Christian music while I'm on my drive into work and, and, praying that you know hey not god just see me through the day but no matter what the day holds help me to be thankful help me to take advantage of it help me to be in the moment Mm -hmm. um and the amazing thing is what traditionally would have bothered me in a day yeah because i have said early on in that morning no matter what i face just help me to take it head on. It helped me to have fun. It helped me to have a good attitude. Then all of a sudden, it seems like no big deal. And a different way of putting it is I took the time to put the armor of God on in the morning. And right? you took the time to practice what you know is helpful instead of just saying, well, I did it yesterday. It should last through today. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's become a habit because yeah. I've done it consistently yeah. now for a couple months. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a drastic change in my daily attitude. And I, the other thing that that has done is it's allowed the moments of the day to not slip away. And I'm more conscious of the little things that happen and recognizing like, oh, that was a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that was a cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad I just had that interaction. Yeah. And before those things happen, but you're not necessarily observant of them or aware. Oh, I love that word, observant. That's another key is being observant. Like, you know, when when we were raising you, we were constantly trying to teach you and and look for opportunities. But of course, we couldn't be with you all the time. Mm -hmm. And as we, that's the blessing of being a born-again Christian because we have the Holy Spirit with us all the time. And I believe he's always trying to teach us if we live aware and we observe what's going on. And last night, um, I, I walked into a situation and I saw three people I haven't seen in a while. I was so excited to see them. And I said, hi. And they were in the middle of a conversation and gave me a, hey, And then went right back to it. They did not give me the time of day. And so I walked out because I could tell they were having conversation. And immediately the spirit said, don't judge them. How many times have you done that? Mm -hmm. I felt so checked because all of a sudden I started going through that little reel in my head going, oh, I did it then. Oh, yeah. And I should have stopped. So, you know. That made me really thankful that God loves me enough to to keep teaching me. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you what, Tyler, it didn't feel good. I felt like, wow. Yeah. Well, I, and I, so I, here's the other way 
that I was thinking about this is, um, again, I think most people's priorities lie within what we just talked about, their, their health, their relationships, their time. Um, and, you know, you can probably list a couple others up there, but the material things, when it comes down to it in, in the question form like this, always end up lower down the list than expected. But the essentials, I'll call them, right? Yeah. Those, those first three, those first four. Um, one of the things that I've come to learn is that those are magnified. Our relationships are, are more intense and even more fun uh, and even stronger. Our health has the potential to be even better. Um, e even on a, a richest standpoint, mm -hmm. right? We talk about riches in heaven yeah. and eternal life. Like, yeah. I would rather have eternal life in heaven than be extremely wealthy on earth. I know. And so the point I'm making is all of these things get magnified when our relationship with Jesus is on par. Yeah. And excelling. Yeah. And so it goes back to that original question of if if we are knowing what it is that our um what is enough and what our needs are yeah when we're in full perspective of them right because yeah. once we're seeking god and we're establishing that relationship that personal relationship with jesus all of those needs and wants can be magnified because he wants to bless us yeah but it's also a different perspective because we're not living outside, as our pastor says, that margin. Yeah. We don't we don't feel like we have to, oh, just another book. Yeah. Oh, just just another this. Yeah. Just a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but in my mind it's making sense. So hopefully it's tramp. <laughs> no, I think that's good. I think that's good. Uh in Colossians chapter four, it says Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. That verse kind of goes along with everything we've been saying. Because we've talked about being observant and watchful. We've talked about um, praying on the way to work. <laughs> we've talked about those things will help us be thankful. And you, you started out talking about perspective. Would I want this versus this? And you know, we have a family member right now that's really, really struggling in a battle for life, really fighting cancer. And as much as I hate it for them, I hate it. It's hard to watch. It's hard to know how to pray. Sorry. <laughs> but what gives me a heart of thanksgiving is knowing this is temporal. His battles won. He has all of eternity. So the way he is fighting this battle is so encouraging. So I feel like my job is just to pray and, and, and be not just pray, oh, help him, but pray with all my heart that God strengthens him and mm -hmm. 
and and gives him perseverance and wisdom and and so that's part of being thankful too and it's cherishing the things that we have and <laughs> it's it's funny you said you started out because I didn't know what you're going to talk about today and dad and I spent our entire three mile walk this morning talking about if we won the lottery <laughs> right what we would do and we had decided that we would build a manufactured home park that people could live in really nice, simple homes, but nice homes. And then we would charge really low rent so they wouldn't be stressed. <laughs> it's so funny you'd say that. And it was so fun to dream about. The only problem is we don't buy tickets or <laughs> so. Yeah, you can't win the lottery. Yeah, if you're not buying that's the not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's funny that you brought this up, Tatter. What? I just have a question for you. What shakes you um, in a day? What what shakes your attitude the quickest? Um, I think the the constant battle for for somebody like me is, and not just someone like me. I think for everybody is the comparison game. Oh, I, I think hands down, that is the number one thing that can infect someone's perspective yeah. and uh, get in the way of their thought process and uh, their their confidence and um, magnify their insecurities mm -hmm. and um, and, you know, social media has an amazing way of doing oh, no, that. No. Um, and that, that was actually part of the conversation we had, you know, it was like, because my circumstances are different, but he said, you know, the, the thing about you being in the position you are with no kids and all that is that you do have more time. So you can invest that time into things like what we just got done doing a, yeah. a season of flag football for little kids. Yeah. And, you know, having a lot of parents and kids come up and say, I had so much fun. Can are you going to coach next year? You know, I'd love you to yeah. be my coach again. And, and like, <laughs> so, so you know that you're making an impact. And the thing is, I remember one of the most influential people in my lives was my, my sixth and seventh grade AAU basketball coach. Exactly. And, and in the moment <laughs> he had no idea the impact he was making. Right. Right. But I'm able to look back. Uh, some of the life lessons and just the way that he interacted and um and treated me and yep. like he gave me so much confidence he did and the hope is that those things translate to the kids that I'm helping and yeah um you know some of the parents are able to watch our interaction with their kids and, the, and they say like Wow, this person has no vested interest in in my child. Yeah, exactly. But they're, they're still willing to do it. So then they turn around and they hopefully will pay it forward. You know. Yeah, and instead of thinking, "Oh, wow, I'm giving up twelve weeks of every Friday night and every Saturday," you looked at it as I have twelve weeks of opportunity. <laughs> it's yeah, well, such a different. I know you yeah. had a few Saturdays. You were. <laughs> I did it fairly begrudgingly, but 
um yeah it's just you never know and then here's the other thing that like as i'm thinking through all of this the people that have this perspective that we've been talking about yes that understand all i need is all i need <laughs> it's a simple way of saying it you know if there's food on the table a roof over my head the bills are covered i don't need the excess it's nice to have but i don't need it and um the people that can find the the fulfillment within their means and then understand the blessings beyond that and um everything we just talked about you know they recognize the health and they recognize the relationships and they embrace all that um those are the ones i believe that people look at as christians and go you don't talk much about your faith but there's something different about you because when you start your day off the right way and then you go through your the rest of your day with a different energy yeah. and a different attitude and you don't let things get to you as easily people notice that and those are usually the people that the others say man I, I really like them I want to be around them they there's something infectious about them you know they're always funny they're always laughing they always <laughs> have a smile on their face and um the guy I was talking with today said, if you look at most wealthy people going back to money, most of them have something about their personality, right? If you look at like the Mark Cubans, um, uh, you look at Elon Musk, it, it, a lot of these guys and women are, are high energy. They're, they're always smiling. They're intelligent. They're, there's something about them that you're like, holy cow, right? Yeah. It's because they wake up in the morning and they're like, all right, let's get after it. Let's do this. And they don't start their day like, Ugh, why? Yeah. Woe is me. Oh, my word. Yeah. Well, um, good topic. I didn't know what we were talking about today, but good topic. I have a challenge. Okay. So um, it kind of goes against something you said earlier, but. I was thinking, we are in the month of November. This is the month of Thanksgiving. You can go literally to any store, any grocery store. It's, it, I even saw a billboard today, and they say, grateful, thankful, blessed. It's kind of like the you can get necklaces and all kinds of jewelry. So we all say it, and we all believe it. But are any of us really practicing it, which is what we've been talking about today, mm -hmm. so practicing these simple acts of being grateful and thankful. So uh, one of the things we're going to do on this podcast is we're on our website, uh, the Breakdown Duo on Facebook. If you are on Facebook, go to that website. We're going to list some scriptures on being thankful and uh, we're going to give you a challenge. What is, find an area in your day where you can literally tune stuff out and just really talk to God, talk through whatever's going on in your head and, and, you know, 
tell him you want to be thankful, but you're struggling with this or, and you want to be grateful and you are blessed and just really talk to him. And one of those key, key times is going to be in the car. So my challenge is this month, when you get in the car, don't turn the radio on. Just start listening and talking to God wherever you're going the entire journey. And just see if you don't have some amazing conversations with him. And it's funny, Tyler, I was actually doing this on the way home and I didn't realize I was kind of talking out loud in the car. I mean, I did, but I didn't really think about it. And at the stoplight, I looked over at the guy on my left and he was laughing and he took his hands and, you know, did the talking and I smiled. I think he probably thought I was singing. He didn't know I was just talking to God. <laughs> but so that's a challenge. Practice what we're talking about yeah. and let us know what happens. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. I don't know if I'm going to be able to turn the music off. <laughs> Because that's when the road rage comes. But turn it off. You're gonna be talking to God. Colossians 4:2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. That's what we're gonna do the whole month. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. That's another one for us, and uh, definitely looking forward to some fun topics coming up for the holidays. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Again, if you haven't, make sure that you go in and you're following us. Uh, that way you get notified every time we post a, a new episode. Um, and we just thank everybody for all the support. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining this broadcast with the breakdown duo of Deb and T-Wise. Share this podcast with someone it might help and hit subscribe. See you next week as the duo breaks it down to build you up.